Lately, they were simply too much for one 63-year-old woman to handle for six hours at a time. As Levina Kime watched the chaos unfold around her in Martin Rhodes's kitchen, she wondered yet again how she had gotten herself into such a situation. She wasn't all that old, certainly not, but at this time in her life she should be spending her free time working on a crossword puzzle, or crocheting a blanket for a friend's adorable new baby girl, or perhaps even reading one of the novels in her to-be-read pile. Instead, she was surrounded by no less than six unruly children and one rambunctious golden retriever puppy. Worst of all, not a one of them could mind manners or follow directions. For sure and for certain, she had had enough. Furthermore, she'd had enough about two hours ago. Are you going to sit there forever, Miss Levina? Seven-year-old Gregory asked, placing sticky fingers on the back of her chair. Only as long as I have to, she replied. Nine-year-old Katrina wrinkled her nose. What does that mean? It means I will be here only until my grandson Roman comes to pick me up in his buggy. Which, by the way, couldn't come soon enough. When's that? She darted a glance at the ridiculous wooden cuckoo clock hanging on the wall over the door. In five minutes, if the Lord is good. But what if he ain't good? Bridget asked from her other side. What are you going to do then? It had taken Levina exactly five minutes to realize that Bridget and her twin, Karin, were impertinent. I suppose the Lord will let me know, but I don't imagine Roman will be late. He's a preacher, you know. And because she was so very proud of her grandson, and who wouldn't be, she let her pride shine through. Preachers are important people in our church community. Dad says preachers ain't any smarter than he is. Thomas said from his perch atop the kitchen counter, the very same kitchen counter that she'd wiped off four times but that was now covered in smudges of peanut butter. He says they're just lucky. I don't believe in luck and your father shouldn't either, she replied sharply, but because she was a guest in their home and because she liked the fact that he was four feet away from her, she refrained from ordering Thomas off the counter. At eight years of age, he was already showing signs that he would welcome a life in the circus. At this point, she was simply glad he was remaining in one spot. I'm going to tell my father you said that, Thomas retorted. Me too, Meg, the littlest Rhodes, said from her position on the floor. She'd decided to brush Frank, the nine-month-old puppy, on the kitchen floor. Currently, she was brushing the golden retriever with enough care to enter him into a dog show. She was also causing blonde dog hair to fly everywhere. When she'd first arrived, the Vina had attempted to sweep up the mess, but within seconds she realized that her dark gray dress attracted the fur like a magnet. After that, she'd decided to stay as far away from both the puppy and the scattered wisps of fur as possible. With a weary sigh, she attempted to brush some of the fur off her gray dress— but it was a useless, counterproductive activity. The fur stubbornly remained fixed to the fabric. Kind of like the peanut butter that had gotten smeared on her black bonnet, or the ink from the pen that had exploded when she tried to write their father a note. She was going to need a good bath the moment she got away from this house, and some pain reliever, too. Just as the clock struck four with a melodic chirp, the back door opened. Levina jumped to her feet, 
Roman, thank goodness you are back. I'm afraid it's only me, Lavina, Martin, the kinner's father, said apologetically. I came to see how everyone is, uh, doing. His voice drifted off as he took in Thomas perched on the counter, Meg sitting on the floor with Frank, and the other four kinners scattered about the room. Even to Levina's eyes, they looked bored, unhappy, and restless. Without a sound, his eyes darted to the dirty countertops, the sink filled with dishes, the hair on the floor. Finally, he settled his eyes on Levina, sitting in the middle of it all. He inhaled sharply, obviously holding back some harsh criticism. Levina supposed she couldn't blame him. She certainly never would have imagined that she could be bested by six small children. But in her defense, she'd never experienced any children like the ones surrounding her.